1: recorded live. Hello? Hello, is this Melanie?
2: Hey, it is. Is this Kevin?
0: Uh, Yes, it is. How are you today?
2: I'm great. How are you doing?
0: Can you hear me okay? I can, yes. Thank you for uh, giving me a call today. And uh, just to briefly introduce myself and my ministry, since this is our first time chatting, although I am familiar with your music, because just so you know, I also am one of the reviewers uh, for Um, Dave Trout's site, uh, RadarRadio.net. Oh, Um, my goodness. I'm
1: such a fan of Dave's.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So I've been uh, on his panel of reviewers for Gourmet Music for the last uh, eight years now or nine years. Um, And so, yes, I have been a fan of your music uh, for quite a while. (laughs) So um, what I do for New Release Today, which is is the main site I write for, uh, is for the last 10 years, I've been their uh, lead contributor. Uh, writing, like, over 500 album reviews, uh, primarily seeking out gourmet music, just so you know, uh, and then also um, have done 872 behind-the-song devotionals over the last
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, years. you know, I was, on, I was on the site this morning and last night, and I was just, like, astounded at the amount of content.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you. It's uh, a it's...
2: lot of content. That's a lot of hard work.
0: Uh, yes, it's been a blessing, uh, and it's also, you know, as I mentioned, I use the word ministry because for in my case, I actually credit um, my salvation uh, to learning the biblical messages behind songs and Christian music, starting with uh, the first Charts of Clay record back in the 90s. Oh, mid-90s. my gosh. Wow. So, so for me, that was what led me to Christ, so I kind of wanted to pay it forward and, um, uh, you know, do the same for other people, help them know about um, the stories and scripture and songs and Christian music. And um, I think it's kind of cool that our first conversation is about your Christmas record. Cause I feel like yeah. it, it's, it's one, both gourmet, but also two very much fits my behind the song ministry, because this is clearly scripturally in, inspired. Um, yeah. And it's also creatively, you know, telling the story of, of um, Christmas through the perspectives of those different, um, characters in the in scripture and yes.
1: uh,
0: I saw how um, I saw how Emily uh, worded the interview was uh, about every song um, so what I actually do typically is I actually specifically zero in on one song um, and talk about that one uh, okay and then cool. kind of do a deeper do a deeper dive and then yeah. yeah but then we can kind of pull back out and have like the bigger overarching conversation um, yeah. so very specifically, the song "Emmanuel," which is the title track, which is, you know, um, the uh, the song I kind of wanted to dive into. Unless you have yes. a different suggestion, but if that's cool with you, no,
2: um, I mean, I mean, yeah, I did notice that Emily wrote that it's um, a song by song thing, and I'm like, wow, that's a I that could be a really long conversation because
1: because <laughs>
0: right. there's so and much ag-
2: to say. Yeah.
0: Yes, and again, I think down the line. I can always come back to you cuz I always consider Christmas records uh, you know evergreen anyway we can always yeah. revisit other tracks but uh yeah I'm doing um this coming um Christmas season I'm doing 8 of these 8 Christmas original original Christmas song uh, behind the song devotional two a week for four weeks uh, leading into Christmas, like from, you know, Thanksgiving to Christmas. And I wanted your song, Emmanuel, to be one of those. So, yeah, if you can be zeroing in your thoughts specifically on that track and the perspective of that track, I'd love to learn the songwriting story and also kind of personal message to you. Yeah. Like what have you taken away from it? And then we can talk a little bit more after that. But, yeah, that's yeah. where we
1: start. Well,
2: I'm delighted, yeah, I mean, I'm delighted to talk about that song, and I and I could, of course, like, talk a lot about all of them, but um, just to respond to something you said, you know, I'm delighted that you have eight original Christmas songs to write about, because I think that I, even as I was, like, getting into my own project, I think there is a lack of original Christmas music that gets created and put out there, so... Mm. Fa- I mean, I'll I'll be reading along the other songs that you um, kind of feature because I would I would love to know what they are.
0: Yeah, I mean, really uh, there are other it fellow season? gourmet, there fellow gourmet artists just seen that. So uh, Jason Gray yeah. has a new one um, called Baby King. Um, I talked to a, um, an artist named Katie Kennard, uh oh. who has a song called um human for me yeah i stay tuned you can watch them all on the site but yes they're all kind yeah. of a little bit more obscure and i think that tells you a little bit more of kind of my taste in music perhaps
2: yeah yeah well i know jason's a friend so i look forward yeah. to seeing his thing but um i mean the, i think emmanuel is the third or no the fourth song that i wrote in the collection and you know when i started i and and the first song was the follow the star, the song about the wise man, one of the wise Mm -hmm. men. And, um, and I didn't really know what I was doing when I started writing these songs. They just kind of started happening last Christmas. And, and all that to say, you know, people have asked me. They're like, "Well, have you always wanted to write a Christmas album? And did you get the idea? And then you started writing songs?" And I'm like, "No. I kind of, I kind of retrofitted an album to it because the songs, like the song for the wise, one of the wise men, kind of happened spontaneously. And then, I mean, although it was hard, it took me, you know, a while to write it. And then I kind of randomly started." writing a song from the perspective of one of the angels in the angel chorus. And then I wrote, and then I kind of got intrigued, and I was reading um, the the prophecies about Jesus' birth, and I wrote a song from Isaiah's perspective. And all this to say, when when I finally got to the Shepherds' song, um, it was like mid-January. I started writing the songs really Christmas last year, and then in mid-January I wrote the Shepherds' song. And this is the first song which really showed me like, Oh, I might be onto something here. Like this might be a little bigger than me. And, and I think that I, I was, I was right in the sense that I didn't, I didn't know that an entire collection of songs that was so cohesively held together around, you know, first person perspectives of the Christmas story. It's like, I didn't know that it would end up in that place. And, um once i once i finished the shepherd song i kind of realized where i was going with the whole project if that makes sense sure so it was foundational to the whole concept of the album and yeah like where would you like to begin i, I mean i can talk extemporaneously about it but i don't know if that's what you're looking for
0: i think i think regarding that song emmanuel um as you got to that song and yeah. and you were writing from that perspective i'd love to kind of hear you know, kind of the Bible study you did, perhaps, and then right. also, I always, I always love dissecting a little bit of the creation of a song
1: process, mm-hmm. like,
0: how did it all come together? And then yeah. what I've learned in 10 years of doing this is how that spoke to you, perhaps, um, spiritually, yeah. uh, and then kind of jump off of that point to talk a little bit more about both the song and the record.
2: Sure. Um Okay, where to begin with those things? Um, I I don't remember. I, I well, so so I started really looking at the Christmas story, and as I did that, you know, I really tried to think of like who these people were as human beings, you know, and I. And to be honest, like I've never done that before. I mean, I've been going to Christmas pageants and like going to church on Christmas Eve my whole life. Mm. And I don't think that I had ever really thought of the people in the nativity and the people around the event of the first Christmas as like my, my brothers and sisters, not only in the faith, but just as human beings like I am. And so And when you look at it all together, I think the the shepherd is kind of like the most regular person in the story. It's like, I mean, they're all sort of normal and regular in their own way. From what, what we know about Mary and Joseph is that they were like totally, quote unquote, normal people. But they got drawn into, of course, like Jesus' actual birth, which was magnificent. And like the angels appeared to them in dreams and stuff. But from what I know about the shepherd, I mean, He's was just a normal guy, like, doing his job, and, and I, so I, so I knew that the song was going to start,
1: <laughs>
2: you know, angels, angels sang over my head, <laughs> you know, like, this, mm. I knew it was going to get in there, like, you know, where are we, boom, we're in that moment where this guy is just, like, at work, and then he sees angels in the sky. And I believe that that literally happened. Like, I don't think that it's, I don't think it's a metaphor. I know, I know there's, I, I think there's probably a lot of metaphors in the Bible, but I don't think that this is one of them. I think it actually happened. And if it were to be happening today, I think it would have been like a taxi driver on his way to LaGuardia or something. Like, a, just a, just somebody <laughs> going about his business. and And then angels start singing in the sky. And something about that moment and what that moment must have been like, like really considering what a person would have gone through, experiencing that was just so compelling to me. And so I, I started writing lyrics. They kind of came together in a very clunky way, I think. And then I had, I think I actually wrote the whole song with a completely different melody. Um, I was kind of like jaunty and kind of like a, not a country tune, but a little bit of a folkier tune and I wasn't happy with it. So I kind of dove back in with the same lyrical ideas and tried to re- rework the melody. And I'm glad I did. Cause I think what came out is very kind of epic sounding and very cinematic as angels in the sky probably was, you know? Yeah. Um, I think the song has like a very epic quality to it, but um I, I, I must say, like, I don't I don't really know. A lot of these songs are conjecture. I just used my mm. imagination to be like, who were these people? Like, what did they go through? But I did use a little bit of a mystical sense, too. Like, I did. I mean, I did in my own way try to, like, whisper across the universe and be like, hey, I know you're there on the other side. Like, what was this like for you? You know, if you if you if you want to kind of send me any impressions of what your life was like i'm listening and and not that i was like conjuring you know conjuring anyone or anything like that i just believe that the soul is eternal so i i also believe that these characters who i wrote about like they're there and and mm. i'll get to ask them one day if i got it right you know um but something to me i just i just thought you know random random guy, we have no idea what his religious background was, we have no idea anything about him, and yeah, he's he's at work, he sees angels singing, and, and I must also think that at some point he actually made a decision, he could either go, like the angels were like, go, you can see this child born in Bethlehem, you know, this is the sign, this is the good news, but knowing what I do about our God and the, the the God of the Bible, he probably had a choice to make. He could have stayed where he was, or he could have just let the moment pass him by. And that's not what happened. He went. And so the song really became to me about a conversion experience, like the very first conversion experience really that we have um, during Christ's lifetime. That's what it became to me. And mm. so I, I kind of I, because he's like as far as far as we know, <laughs> the shepherds were the first group to like really go worship
1: Christ, yeah. And
2: yeah. on the on this side of of incarnation, you know. So I don't know that the song became very sweet, and then it really became to me just about anyone who encounters the truth and i and the truth can come to you anyway like we hear the gospel in in so many ways i mean we know that from our community and our friends it's like everyone has a moment where the gospel is presented to them and they either they either worship they either commit and worship or they walk away and so from a larger perspective the song just became a a Kind of about a soul's journey from not believing to believing, and and for me that's really in the last verse. And he's like, "I've wandered far, you know. I'm I'm just a rebel. A rebel heart is all I have, but all I have I will bring, you know." Which is kind of a little nod to the um that little drummer's carol, it was, it was like a very yeah, covert yeah. nod to the genre, which I tried to do all through the album to kind of like, because I was writing original music, but I wanted to give a nod to the genre just to kind of give respect to this can- canon of music that we have. But I was also just, just also wanting to say like, in that song, it's like, that's all any of us really have. Like none of us have yeah. anything else. <laughs> and so of all the characters in the story, I-, I found my own ways to identify with all of them, but I really identified with the shepherd.
1: Perfect. No, no, that uh, makes actually, sense. No, <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: You got there. You got exactly where I was hoping you would get, which is, um, which is how did you personally end up identifying, you know, with mm. the characters that you were, you were creating, you know, in your in your uh, attempt to, as you said, be, be faithful to what you knew, but you obviously had to have some conjecture, in right. order to, in order to um, create something original, uh, right, and. And what I what I enjoy about what you've done is that you've invited me into that same conjecture. Like I'm also thinking more about the Christmas story, and just, oh, I know, love
2: that! I love that.
0: And and I'm I'm wanting you know to have that um, evaluation, right? Of who I am where, you know what's my perspective for Christmas? Yeah. And that's actually been the yeah. word that's been popping up as I've been doing these original christmas song devotional discussions is perspective Mm -hmm. that seems to be the word that kind of has been the the um stepping off point for us which is you know your perspective this the shepherd's perspective my perspective um i'm a dad of three daughters um so you know i kind of get to watch their perspective and and how that childlike faith um is really more the kind of faith we're all called to have. Um, yeah, so true. And and then and that was actually something Jason and I talked about a little bit yesterday. Just you know uh, was and um, it was cool because he talked about that childlike faith. As we get older, we can, we tend to be a little more cynical. We tend to forget some of the wonder of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And what I like is that you know even just that word Emmanuel which means God with us like yes. that's pretty amazing in and of itself like if amazing. We just stop and think it's amazing it's amazing that
1: yeah. you know that
0: he humbled himself to come be our savior to um take on our frailty you know to do for us what we couldn't do for ourselves and just show us that um but for shepherds who were, were outcasts of their day um you know, oh, see, were, I didn't know
2: that.
0: They were? Kind of. Um, I, I mean, the perspective I have, so again, I'm going to give you my own perspective, is that right, they,
1: right.
0: they they, were dirty, right? And they were loners, I guess, for lack of a better mm-hmm. description. So they didn't have community with maybe the people living in the town. Um, so, so for that to be the audience,
1: for mm-hmm. the angel,
0: to announce the coming of Jesus, and for them to have, again, that kind of childlike faith to be willing to kind of be like, yeah, let's go check this out. So they have curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like you said, then the, I think you can f- somewhat with, with confidence conjecture that that was some type of a conversion. You know, whether it, yeah. whether it was right. the, the same as having faith in Christ alone as their Savior, or if it was just that they became seekers of mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, well, they were seekers. They they went to seek him, right? So, exactly. so I kind of exactly. I kind of view it as as we sort of break that down and go, yeah. If I were if I were that shepherd, would I be willing to kind of drop my my vocation to go seek the the source of this announcement um, from an angel, <laughs> or would I be yeah. cynical and and just kind of stick with my job and you know and and maybe let this potentially life-changing opportunity pass me by well isn't that really what isn't that really what all of us are faced with (laughs) like if we make this conversion if we make this decision to convert it's are we going to drop our cynicism um and maybe humble ourselves enough to go hear or see jesus and so anyway that's that's I, I like to say all this because this is a private recording that later will help me type up my thoughts. Um, hey, I get it. So, I get it. <laughs> so as we're talking about this together, um, obviously I can use the specific. Um, I'm going to say it's in Luke two account um, where where we kind of see that encounter you're talking about. I believe right it's also where the angels are possible. singing
2: and, and it's like glory to God in the highest and yes.
0: Yes, for sure. Um, And then I think I also am going to want to do the prophetic um, Isaiah scripture that talks about his name will be Emmanuel. Um, Mm -hmm. And then obviously that's the fulfillment of the prophecy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, beyond that, kind of now pulling back a little bit in the context of this whole record, and you were starting to touch on it with how you identifying with that shepherd, out of all of these characters, you felt like you really could identify with that. Particular character, and by the way, I feel the same way. It's why I wanted to talk to you about that song. Um, what would you like other people to take away both from that song and this record as they listen to
2: mm, it? That's a great question. I mean, I mean, I, 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 you know, when I kind of sent sent the album out there. It is just, working on these songs is just like, just blessed me so much. It's like, I don't, Mm. I don't even know. I don't really have a lot of words for it. I think that, I think the experience of not writing songs about myself Mm. has been like really wonderful. So like I write you know all songwriters they kind of like take their experiences or their observations and they make them into songs right so it's like all very mm-hmm. it's all very personal by the time the song gets to the listener it might not seem that way but the fact is like they all kind of the 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 genesis comes from within and these songs felt very much like the creative energy came from without and mm. i kind of i kind of like accessed this <laughs> this eternal nerve you know which is the Christmas story and I felt as though I was able to like touch it in a new way and I would hope that it does that for other people and and even as Christians I mean I mean gosh I mean just just look at our culture like when I go home to Virginia it's like my neighbors have my parents neighbors have like a nativity a plastic nativity that's lit up in their yard with like shepherds and mary and joseph and i mean it's weird it's like the way that we have created these kitschy objects out of this story i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying we have so much distance from it it's almost like it's almost far away like it's not Mm -hmm. only far away in time but it's kind of like far away like on our on our yard is lit up plastic lawn ornaments like it's 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 odd when you think about it it's sure. it's like not it's not human it's been a little dehumanized i guess is what i mean and so so I, to me the christmas story became more human which is of course the whole point like the whole point of jesus coming to earth was the humanity of it so it kind of like brought me back to like this is a very human story <laughs> i mean i mean so if 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 someone plays this record in their homes, you know, during the Christmas season, and and feels like this story becomes human again to them, I think that would be awesome because that's most certainly what it did for me.
0: That is really cool. I, I um, it did it for me too. So I've listened through um, the whole record once through, and then this song on its own, kind of a few times uh, in yeah. addition, and. And it has absolutely done that for me. Like it has really made me kind of stop and think about each character and the perspective and um take it from, as you said, almost symbolic to yeah. personal. Um, and take it from uh figures to, you know, kind of what's my emotional connection. And I love right. that that's a gift that's a gift to the listener to get to do that because I do feel like um you know, you you said it really well when I mentioned the part about the eight original Christmas songs. Uh, it, it's, hard <laughs> that, yeah. right? it's hard to do that. It's hard to to try to tell this story uh, originally, and I love how you you were inspired to do it in a first person way because I feel like that invites me into
1: yes, an yes.
0: analysis uh, of of each of these characters, and then. And then actually take some time to, as I mentioned, you know, what you'll see me do with this conversation is turn it into um, a devotional Bible study. So you mm. kind of pull up uh, on our homepage right now, you'll see if you scan down or if you go to exclusives and then there's a drop down. you'll see all of my devotionals. Um, this oh, week wow. Did,
1: okay.
0: Um, this week I did two songs. I did um, uh, Darlene Check's song called You Are Great. Uh, and then um, a song called Real Love by uh, Blanca. And as it turns out, and this is totally bizarre, but it will work out this way when I do your song. Um, both of those songs deal with um, cancer, deal deal with um, somebody mm-hmm. dealing with cancer and kind of how do you react to that. And what's cool is the week I'm going to do your song, I spoke to another artist named Hannah Kerr, about a song she wrote called "Emmanuel," so with an E. Oh yeah, I saw, uh, <laughs> I saw that.
2: I think she has a project named "Emmanuel" with an E, right?
0: Correct. Am I? So
2: okay, yeah, I noticed that.
0: So I thought it would be fun uh, to write about your song and her song this same week, and I've already had that conversation. <laughs> uh And it's it's different. It's it's actually, um, yeah, it's actually the. Um, uh, from a different part of the Bible, actually. So what's what's cool mm. is your perspective and her perspective, um, but we're inspired to kind of also name albums and songs, you know, yeah. on, on that idea. So I know what the Holy Spirit will do in me will sort of, I'll knit, I'll knit that together kind of um, while kind of delving into your perspective and then also her perspective. And, yeah, so that's kind of one of the gifts, I, I get to have on this end of the phone is I get to hear all of you different artists share with me your inspiration and then in turn, you know, write out Bible studies and life applications kind of around that concept. So, so yeah, I, I think this is perfect for uh, a conversation around the song, Emmanuel, um, unless you have any kind of final thoughts relative to that song or anything else you'd like me to know about you. That you would want me to include. I mean, obviously, I've been sent your bio
1: and and that type uh, of stuff. But I mean, but no, just that I no,
2: not yeah. really. Just that I loved, I loved it. I loved writing it, and it just it was it's it was like a pure. It was really really joyful time working on this project, and so I hope that I hope that that joy is like in there in the song somewhere awesome. and can be transmitted.
0: Perfect. Well, it is. So I I look forward to. Writing from that perspective, and I also wanted to let you know I am a huge um, Tim Keller oh, fan. Hello.
1: Uh, oh, I can't. Yes.
2: Oh, you cut out a do little bit. You have me? Yeah. Oh, do you have me now? Yeah.
0: You have me, Melanie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're there. Okay. I just also wanted to let you know I'm a I'm a very um, huge Tim Keller fan and Redeemer oh, Church and
2: sitting in his uh, office always, right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I've always wanted it was to the only use it, it was the only
2: so. empty office? Yeah.
0: How perfect. So I, um, I only live in Philly, so I w- will try to make it a point sometime to actually come visit there. And I'll, I'll try to let you know, uh, when that would happen. Oh my uh, gosh.
2: Anytime, anytime. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I feel like, I mean, I've listened to like virtually all his podcasts. Um, I've read every single book. Um, and I just really enjoy, uh, the, um, intellectual part of, of his teaching, because I told you mm-hmm. I was saved over 20 years ago, and I credit music for leading me there. But as I've grown in my faith, mm-hmm. I've desired more various things. So, for example, Every Good Endeavor uh, was mm-hmm. an important book for me because I have both this ministry job and I have a vocational job. Yeah. Uh, where I'm actually a, a benefits consultant, and getting yeah. to think about how to be a Christian in every walk of life. Um, yeah. Has actually been very inspiring for me, and I actually wrote a blog about every good endeavor on my LinkedIn page. So, oh, that's cool! So like, and and that's actually like my business LinkedIn page, which was like a way to kind of almost in a way it was a nod, as you talked about having nods in your album. Yeah,
1: to, yeah. To
0: my to my faith in my secular vocation, which yeah. which was really almost kind of the whole point of of that book so so anyhow that was really inspiring that makes to me. a ton and
2: of sense that makes a ton of yeah
0: sense. so anyway that was really uh inspiring to me and uh, your music has been inspiring to me so i look forward to us having more of these conversations down the line
2: oh i hope so well it's been so it's just been so nice to talk with you and hear your kindness and your um faithfulness to this to this task and i mean just looking on the website you've been very faithful
0: I appreciate that. Uh well it's it's it is uh it's a um I actually in some feels like it's a calling, uh I yeah. And and I feel like God has sort of said do this and yeah. I'm saying, Okay, here I am, send me which is
1: actually yeah. my life
0: first, Isaiah six eight. So um and it's it's like while well, I reach you this way, I think others can be reached through music. And I think yeah. they can especially be reached through your style of music because I don't think it, it's immediately thought of as Christian. And I feel like that's part of, um, call it lifestyle evangelizing, or probably more right. appropriately authentic evangelizing, um, right. based on kind of your walk and just inviting people in. So thank you for doing it that way. And
1: uh, oh, I'm going to enjoy
0: going back and listening to your back catalog as well as I go to write about um, this record. So And then well, obviously awesome. let me know about anything new you, you work on down the line. My email is really easy. It's Kevin Davis at newreleasetoday.com. So you any other things some it, your... Hold on. Yep. Kevin Davis? Yep, at oh, okay. com. Yep.
2: And is it, I so, think Emily wrote something different for your last name.
0: Is well, it newreleases? I, or... I have Kevin Davis zero nine two five at Gmail as well. Um, okay. But then, the like, the, you know, website address is my other email.
2: And is it releases or Release.
0: Release new release okay, cool. today yep so that's where it'll be our, our discussion will show up there in the next few weeks and oh, i'll man. send it back to emily and uh and i'm sure I'll, I'll tweet tweet it to you and things like that so you'll see it oh, all
2: right that's awesome it's been fun to talk with you kevin thank you so much
0: thank you melanie look forward to setting t- right. t- again in the future all right take care Talk
1: soon Bye. Uh-huh. bye bye